0: Hi, I'm Miranda Plant. I'm an actor, a filmmaker, and a mom, and I live in Tribeca, in NYC. I've played over a hundred characters on stage, in television, and voiceover, but I've also played a few in my personal life as well. Join me as we explore all the different roles I've taken in life and in art. In 2006, I had my first professional theater contract, and I got it from Drayton Entertainment. They were a very, you know, a newer company at that time, but a big company uh, under the creation and direction, artistic direction of Alex Moustakis. It's incredible what he's been able to create with these theaters, especially for um, outside of the Toronto city center to be able to have these mega theaters in, in surrounding regions, in Ontario, it's fantastic, um, and it's you know it's great for the community. Art needs to be enjoyed everywhere. I love it. This was back in the very early days, though, when he was still acquiring properties. Um, it was mostly in and around the you know Kitchener Waterloo area. Um, there was a big theater in Penetanguishene that this was still the the beginning of that so I think what happened was my grandma who was really involved in the arts in Kitchener-Waterloo had met Alex Moustakis the artistic director of Drayton Entertainment somewhere and she said to him to me I told him all about you I told him that you're an actress and that you're in theater school I was going to the University of Toronto and studying at the University College Drama Program. And uh, he, uh, you should call him. So I put together kind of a list on a piece of paper of a few talking points on why I would be, uh, you know, the perfect actor for his season and why he should hire me and, you know, Who knows what else? Basically some talking points. I typed in the number on the phone, I called him from my dorm room, and I got through to the artistic director, and I told him why he should hire me in his upcoming season. And I think he was completely blown away by the, you know, confidence, I suppose, of this young woman. And so he said, "Okay, well, why don't you come and audition for me?" So uh, it was the winter time, and I drove to uh, the Huron Playhouse in in Kitchener, and it was a super cold day. And he had me read for uh, a very small part in a play. Uh, and I think at the time it was uh, he had me audition for uh, *Steel Magnolias*, and there was another actress there. Anyway I I read the part um, I, I can't really tell you I did a great job. I I you know it, it, that I was still so early in my career at that point. And the next thing I know I got a phone call saying that I had been given the role of Miss Whittington in the regional theater tour of Not Now Darling, which is a play written by uh, Marsha Cash and she was also the, director of this play. And uh yeah, that summer I spent 3 months uh touring around Ontario, um performing with with this incredible theater company. And uh it was it was a a completely new experience for me. So everything from you know the the table work that you do at the beginning of of rehearsal um, you know though it felt like a lot of pressure I, I only had a few lines I you know maybe I think maybe like four or five lines in this entire play and I felt a real pressure to kind of knock them you know out of the park and uh, yeah I didn't need to do that but uh, it was incredible to watch the actors who were very skilled with with their performances and and who are very skilled with the genre of, of farce do their work and play and I could see that I could see how hard how, how much hard work it was especially having to you know the way that it was directed by Marsha there were a lot of, of physical points to hit so they had to not only run the track physically of the show but then also make the jokes and and connect with the other characters and uh, Yeah, the story was about a, a a furrier who was having an affair and women kept coming out of doors and there were models and The wife comes and you know, oh, what's happening here? And anyway um, it, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun and I remember that how exciting it was to be able to perform nightly in front of such big audiences, but I also remember too, uh, you know, that it was such a steep learning curve on how to work with others and how to like live with others for a long period of time. I missed my boyfriend at the time so much. I would go back whenever I had days off to go and see him, um, but that was only like, you know, once a week, if that, you know, Monday, Sun you know, Sunday night, Monday kind of thing. And I'd have to drive hours to get back to the city to see him. And the days were long and the days were kind of boring when we weren't in rehearsal when we were just performing. And I didn't have the confidence at the time to be able to reach out and, and say to the other actors, you know, do you want to do something? So you know, I, I did get to know some of the staff at the theater and they and then I ended up spending some time with them, the some of the, the people who lived locally and who worked at the theater, and that was fun. Um, but I was really intimidated by the other actors and remembering I was so young, I was 21, I remember saying to uh, one of the castmates, the incredible Mary Long, um, that i wanted to go to new york and she's like just do it just go at the time i was like uh what i how could i possibly do that and the funny thing about the, the the absolute fear response i had in response to her telling that to me is that only a few years prior before university i had auditioned to go to the american musical academy of dramatic art in new york and gotten in i i auditioned and gotten in And so at 18, I could have gone to New York, but I was too scared. The idea of living alone and in New York City without, you know, any kind of support. And I couldn't really work because I didn't have a working paper. So I was like, how am I supposed to live? So I I ended up going to the University of Toronto. Anyway, um, New York has always been sort of in, you know, it's sort of been this little flashing light in my future, but I, I wasn't ready at that time. Um, yeah, I remember, oh man, I remember um, having to pass the time backstage because, again, I wasn't on for very much, and the games that we used to play and, you know, crosswords, and it's it's actually, like, it's tough to be, to, to remain on but be backstage for such long periods of time, um, that was that was tough. It was lonely, is is really what I'm trying to say. And you only ate two meals a day because well, I only ate two meals a day because that's sort of the how the shows were. Like you really only needed to eat before you did the show. Um, so we would have these you know, in the house that I was in, we would have these these um, meals together. And I was living at the time uh, in a, a house with another actor, Nick Rice, um, an incredible performer. And uh, he, at the time, was doing Artists Way, and I, I didn't realize how important Artists Way would be for me later on. But uh, that's how he stayed sane. He, he did his, he did his morning pages, um, or his writing pages. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a. A window into the kind of stamina that it takes to to be a performer and perform the same show over and over and over and over again for months, you know, multiple times a day sometimes, um, and how to how to survive that, um, because it's it's it it took a lot it took a lot out of me, and then you know you kind of get so what happened was it's the summertime you know you want to spend time outside but the sun really zaps your energy so then I would find that I would have to like recoup that energy somehow to then go and perform because then you're going into a very very dark space Um, and it's funny because you know I actually didn't spend that much time outdoors during that summer and um, it's also amazing what that does to you as well not being outside very much Um, and I got in a little bit I, I got a little bit too comfortable to the, the rhythm of it all, and uh, the, I'm gonna say the monotony of it. Um, it, did, it did get a little bit boring, especially since I didn't have a, a massive role to dig into. And I remember one time I forgot my makeup kit, and I had to sort of like, in a few minutes, because the housing was, was um, a drive away, and I didn't have a car, uh, I had to somehow cobble together makeup somehow, Uh, I remember another time when the opening gag is that there's a mannequin on stage with a fur coat and there's me on stage with a fur coat and when it opens the one of the actors takes off the fur coat and it's you know I'm not a mannequin I'm a I'm a person um and I remember getting on stage and not having the fur coat on so then they like basically a stagehand had to like throw the fur coat at me and we somehow you know managed it but the lead actor was not happy at me for forgetting to to put my own prop on, my own costume on, um, and look, these are just the things that can happen if you if you lose if you lose focus. And I think by this time I was just getting really tired. You know, it had been um, it had been a few months of the same thing. I I was pretty lonely. Um, you know, I, I had lots of people come and see the show, but the day to day I didn't I didn't have enough to do otherwise. Uh, and onage was still going on at this time. I remember still still filming things for Pironage. I think it was the season finale we filmed um, around this time. So, again, the duality of, of having some parts of my life where there was lots of people and excitement, and then the other working part of my life, which is what I wanted. I just wanted to be an actress and per- be performing on stage, and I was doing it, but it was lonely and it was hard work and all of the other actors in the show were much much older than me um and and I'm talking you know the the actress who was closest to my age was I think six or seven years older than me and then which was fine not not such a big difference but the other actors were like you know 30 40 years older than me um so so it was um you know difficult and uh i'm looking back on it uh, it was it was my first professional gig it was the first time i was making money doing theater um but I still, I still wanted more, and I wasn't sure exactly what that thing was. And when it was over, I, I didn't know what was next. You know, I sort of thought, oh well, maybe I can continue working for, for Drayton. This is great, um, but I think there was another part of me too that sort of, understood that, this was much harder than I thought it would be. Theater, in this way, in this touring way, was was kind of. Uh, lonely and I needed more skills, I needed more hobbies, I needed more even like life skills to be able to survive in an environment like that Um, yeah and that was just that was just the beginning